It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey, what's up? It's D-Ray from Toronto Men's Roller Derby and Team Canada. You're listening to Derby Rocks. Save my soul. Welcome to Derby Rocks. If you're listening, you have made it through another week. Congratulations. It is Friday night. We are live in studio. My name is Chris Schramm, and as always, I am joined by my partner in life in Derby and radio and podcasting, The Cash Man. Uh, and I'm here, and I'm here, and I'm here, and it's Friday. And you know yes, what? You should here. give pat, pat yourself in the back if you made it through yeah, the week. Yeah, you did it. Yeah, it's another week without rolling. Hallelujah. Derby. I don't know how we're doing it, but we're all making it through. I'm proud of you guys. I'm proud of all of you. That is great. We are here again. It's, I don't know, 307 or something like that. We're just trucking through episodes at this point. Um, as always, I want to remind uh, us and our audience that our guests and our interviews are really just carrying this whole thing. So um, today's going to be no different. I am very excited to talk to my friend Lou Aneurysm, who originally got their start um, with Angel City as an official and then eventually opened um, F Yeah Printing, which is uh, a really awesome online store where you can get all types of printed goods and do team fundraising and referee jerseys and so on and we're going to talk all about derby and printing and the, the promotional business and so on coming up here soon so um, i'm really looking forward to that i appreciate everybody who comes on the show and we appreciate everybody who listens to the show or watches or or streams or or streaks or whatever it is uh you know streaker spreaker Spotify. Whatever. It's funny. Is uh, yesterday in a Boston Red Sox game versus Houston, they had a streaker run Anyone through. Anyone we know? No, no one not in particular. I, I know not this time. Not, not the one. Yeah, not that we know. No double checks on the TV screen. Going, wait a second. I think I know that guy. Yeah, I know that guy. Well, I did. No, not this time. Yeah. So, but uh, you know what? Maybe it's starting up again. Who knows? Yeah. You know, things are uh, getting back. Let your freak flag fly. Pull off your clothes and run. I don't recommend that. Uh, As as somebody who um, personally knows a streaker, as uh, many of us in the Derby community do, um, it doesn't end well. There's money and lawyers and bands involved. (laughs) Yeah. Don't streak at, um, at. Sporting stadiums, at least, like yeah, because then you have to tell people when you move, and you got yeah, do whatever you got to do, but don't end up on a list or anything like that. But uh, hey, it's Friday. How are you, my friend? 
Uh, it, it, it's okay. I'm okay. You know, it's uh, I've had like a, this head cold thing going on yeah, the last yeah, a couple of days. Rough couple of days. What's going on with that? I have no idea. I, uh, you know, I, I had to do blood work earlier this week, and when I do blood work, sometimes I'm sitting around a hospital room with a bunch of people. And I have no idea why they're there, and they have no idea why I'm there. But that could have led to it. Who knows? Maybe sure. it's just time. Maybe it's just like a spring cold yeah. or something. I don't know. No, I mean, I definitely have uh, uh, been feeling a little bit off. I don't want to say, you know, we're getting each other sick or whatever. But I think, you know, the more that we're going outside and the more that we're being around other people again, it's, uh, you know, the germs are, are being spread. Yeah. And more and more people are getting a little bit relaxed and so on. So I, But, that, you know, I mean, I, I haven't – nothing really changed in the way I'm – you know – I guess when I talk about my past week, we can maybe find some clues to other things that may have Sure, been. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll play uh, Cash's Clues. <laughs> yeah, you know. That'll be great. Come here, Blue. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so that's our trip down memory lane going back to Blue's Clues. But Sorry. yeah, we'll try and figure it out. We'll get to the bottom of it. But um, we're going to might as well start, huh? Yeah, no, I, uh, <laughs> I, I kind of just want to take a second and just, uh, you know, this isn't really about our weeks or whatever, but. Yeah. Um, things are opening up and there's like events and um, Wrigley Field was a sellout today. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, today was uh, a beautiful day in baseball. We are very close, by the way, in New York to being 70% uh, vaccinated. When that happens, yeah. they're going to take off all, yeah. all everything. Everything's going to go away. I'm doing shortly. UFC tomorrow night. Nice. So That's Yeah, great. so they're back, back to at, do- What, the, the garage door? Yep, yep. Come check Cashman out at uh, Salvatore's in Arondequoit at the garage door, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, if I'm alive, if, if I can, he's alive, if, if he can make it, yeah, if but, I can make it, I'll be there. Uh, he'll probably pull through though, because that's what he does. But <laughs> somehow, yeah, no, I mean, uh, there's tours being announced like every day. I've already got you know a fair amount of concert tickets. Um, you know, we got some some good acts coming up here soon, so I'm really excited for that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Go ahead. Why don't you uh, Why don't you start with your week? We'll my, get into that. Yeah. Okay. So my weekend started. Um, I. Um, Everything's starting to open up again, so it's like uh, I'm super excited. I've been my my one um, other show I do uh, another place here on the weekends have been has been live the last couple of weeks, and we're back to a lot being live, which is super exciting. Because yeah, are you liking it? Yeah, because it, I didn't have to take an extra day out of the week to go right. in and tape it now. Yeah, so and it's it like and, and also prep and then prep it to yeah. be to be to be done. And um, I'm super excited about that. I'm super excited today that I found some news. They had involved professional wrestling and roller derby. Awesome! And uh, so I'm going to try to get I'm going to try to get this this announcer. Yeah, I don't know if it's on. I don't think it's on there, but I'm going to try to get this announcer to come on the show with us, who announces Ring of Honor and also played roller derby. So that's cool. Yeah, I'd love that. I've got I've sent out feelers, as they say. But um, so last weekend I got to see my daughter on Saturday. Um, It's really really odd when you have ex in laws that invite you over to their house to go swimming, and I hadn't seen them in three years. So you I, I. I get it. Like, you're not a bad guy. I don't think, you know, you, you really like, uh, I don't, we don't need to talk about your marriage, but it wasn't like either one of you or like you didn't cheat, you know, there was no like infidelity or yeah. anything like that. You yeah. know, people change over so long. They and, do. Yeah. You know, you just kind of separated. It's not like you're a bad guy. You didn't, you know, do anything yeah. spiteful or mean. Um, and you're, of course, you know, the father to their grandchildren. Sure. So, you know, uh, I think, I think it's, it, it's like a part of co parenting. You know, sure. um, maybe maybe not necessarily to the point that they invite you to 
um, come swimming or whatever the case yeah. is. But I think that's that's relatively normal. I think that's pretty adult. You know, I had a pretty good so, relationship with yeah. with my ex's uh, uh, parents, both both sides, and you know I've been thinking about them a lot I mean, lately you have a pretty too. Decent relationship with your ex too. It's yes. not like you know it's 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 not like there's a ton of turmoil there. No, you're correct, and uh, uh, we don't talk nearly as much as we used to. But uh, we we're both available. We are both available right. to each other when we need them. And uh, so my daughter was in town. Yeah. Um, they decided to open the pool and have a big swim thing. That's great. And so I got invited. And I think the you know I mean and and they it's tough because you know um, I'm a single guy and I've been that way for a long time. And my ex is not single anymore. So they got they're kind of weary weary about having us come out together. Uh, and boy, I'm, I'm opening up a lot about yeah, this. No, cool. <laughs> yeah, wait this a second. Is like, this is what we do, though. What like this is our week. This yeah. is our lives. What else are we so, talking so, about? So, so she couldn't come. Have roller yeah. to talk no, about. that's true. So she couldn't come to the um, to them opening the pool and stuff. So, so, like, so I will for sure be there. So then I got the invite as soon as she said no. <laughs> yeah, I got the yeah. invite. So well, I, why don't you come over yeah, too? Yeah. So I did. I went over right. and I so went, and I got to see my and my daughter's birthday. By the way, is Sunday. So I'm super excited about that. She we're gonna go out to. Hey, happy birthday. She's she's at a wedding this weekend and then she's driving back and. And as they come through Rochester, we're going to go and do all-you-can-eat sushi. Nice, nice. Yeah, That'll yeah. be cool. Yeah, so, but, um, yeah, so, no, I had a good time swimming, so maybe, they, you know, that, that could be where I yeah, came close encounter. Yeah, when was last time you were in, like, a, like, I don't want to call it a public pool, but last time were you in, like, a pool that other people might have been in, you know? Yeah, I mean, true. It's probably I, been a year and a half since you went swimming anywhere, really. Oh, yeah. I mean, only when I go out into hotel rooms, and so the last right. time probably, you know, when I was on der- a derby event, so... Uh, so, so, so I had that go. So, so that was last weekend. It was really cool. Then uh, work started and this is the toughest month of the year for things that have got to go on like and production. Yeah. Stuff, so like, right? I've got like three concerts next week and a board of education meeting. And then, uh, we have graduation in a couple of weeks. And so I'm, uh, and it's perfect time for me to catch a cold. So, which yeah, is, is being right. facetious. Yeah. You know, but uh, so th- then I think Wednesday I started feeling it, Tuesday or Wednesday. And then uh, uh, when I got out of work on Thursday, it's like I took my temperature and it was a fever. And it's like, okay. How high was it? Uh, it was like 100. And so, it, you know, oh, I know it was not it, crazy, but no. not great. No. So, and so it's like, well, that's enough that I, if I, if I, I have to do a screener every day to go to work. And if I, uh, if I said that I had a fever, then I wouldn't be able to go to work right, for a bunch of days. They'd send you home anyways, right? So I just called in and just said I wasn't coming in. I didn't give I didn't sure. give a reason. I didn't you know so because I don't want to have to stay home for two weeks now because I had a, like a hundred degree fever. But right. I stayed home and tried to catch up with uh, you know catch up and I'm starting to feel a little bit better. But uh, I'm I'm still penciled in for a bunch of things this weekend that I got to do. So ibuprofen take me away, you know. Sure, yeah. Um, which you know, but uh, you know that's all, you know that's that's part of living, and I'm pretty good at like you know. You we'll know, also go to the gym. I think more people are going to the gym, and now I'm sure your your mat or your gym isn't. I did. Masks I did anymore. go to the gym on Monday, and I thought about that too because there are people without masks there, yeah. and it's like I don't know. But if this is the worst as it gets, then I'll be happy about it. So, Good. but uh, beyond that, it's just been a pretty calm week, and I do have a you know it's a weird night tonight. After we get done, I got to run and finish up a baseball game, and then uh, but then after I do my shift tomorrow morning, I'm. 
Uh, I, I, uh, you got the I, of the weekend off. Well, huh? I got my other uh, pod, my new podcast. If you ever want to hear a really weird podcast, it's called Wrestling Makes You Think. It is. Uh, uh, it's funny uh, and weird and inappropriate, so don't don't judge him too harshly. But yeah, it, well, um, it's me. It is, it is pretty funny. It's some guys that I used to do my old show with that left, and then they left about five ten years ago, and then we kind of got together and said, hey, you know, we could still do something, and it doesn't have to be. And so we, it's you know, it's fun. My buddy Murph, my buddy Jay Z. So we're recording a couple episodes. Tomorrow and then uh, then UFC and then Sunday and, and then UFC Sunday of course NXT is on Sunday night. Hopefully I'll be able to get a chance to see some of it. Yeah, but uh, that that my week has been pretty pretty much that. Uh, I I did go to the gym once, but it's like I was going to go Wednesday night and I just kind of went home and collapsed after, after it. Sure. So yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I knew something was going on. But uh, how yeah. about you? How has been your week? Uh, it was a good week. I'm trying to think of what I did last weekend. Um, last Saturday. I am just struggling to think of what I did last Saturday. I think it was fun. I, I really, I feel bad. I know, um, what, Sunday, we uh, Double N and I went to um, Funhouse Club Center here. It used to be Adventure Landing on 104, and then they changed it. And now it's does it have mini golf still? Yeah, it's still okay. mini golf. It's still it's like the the exact same thing. They just changed the name to to Funhouse Club Center because I think the people who owned Adventure Landing were like batting mom, cages mom too. Pop. Yeah, so uh, we went and did the batting cages and um, batting cages. Uh, the cost of batting cages have just simply gone through the roof. It is unbelievable. It was eight dollars for twenty balls per person. Um, I could not believe it. Like literally back in the day, and I feel horrible saying that because I'm only 34. It's a be, dollar for the same amount. It was amount. literally yeah, yeah, a dollar. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. would go give them a dollar or a five. If it was, if you gave them a five, you'd get like two extra tokens or whatever. Yeah, each token used to be a buck there, and now yeah. it's eight for two tokens. It's unbelievable. But I did look up. Uh, we did look up some other um, batting cages in the area that are way more affordable. So I'm going to probably check that on the future because, um, you know, I've been playing softball. Unfortunately, this past week though, um, softball did get canceled. That was ultimately a bummer. Um, yeah, I'm really trying to. Was think it of- a rain out? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was uh, Tuesday, which was kind of a rainy day. So um, we we had the game canceled. But um, I'll be back at that uh, Tuesday, and I'm still trying to think of what I did on Saturday. Um, it doesn't sound terribly memorable. So um, I will say uh, I'm very excited for this weekend. Uh, Auntie Razzie is coming into town, and um, Double N and I are going to go up to Niagara Falls and go do some uh, like sightseeing. First, we're going to go check out um, the LaSalle Park Skate Park out there in Buffalo first. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. pretty big. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's actually really big, and I'm excited. To ch- I've never been out there, so I'm excited to go uh, do some of that. Um and then, yeah, we're gonna. Uh, I'm gonna see my sister and my niece, which is always a good time. Love them, so that'll be cool. And then uh, we'll eventually meet up with Auntie Razzie, who is uh, a great friend of of the show and the Fear and a lot of other uh, roller derby leagues uh, in the Northeast here. So um, I'm really looking forward to this weekend. I wish uh, I wish I had more to say. I'm trying to think of what happened last Saturday, but. Um yeah, I don't know. It's. Uh, been... well, I know you bartended, right? I did. That's what happened yeah. last Saturday. Oh, okay. Thanks, Cash. Um, so I did bartend <laughs> last Saturday. Yeah, thank you. And that was cool. Um, that was a good time. I uh, yeah, that was nice. It, it's you know I, I usually do security, but I have a lot of uh, bar experience. I used to work at a wine bar before that. I've worked at a couple of bars locally in Rochester. Um, 
So when I first got hired at the Angry Goat, I messaged them and I was like, hey, I want to bartend. I've got years experience. Plus, I'm a licensed security guard. So, you know, two birds, one stone. It's like, well, I just hired somebody, but come bounce and then we'll get you in. So it's been about a year that I've been, you know, working there, uh, bouncing here and there and usually at least Thursday night every week. And um, now we have a need for some bartenders. So I've, I've worked like a shift plus like a two hour training shift. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to say that it, uh, it, it paid off, I guess, as I am getting what is, uh, to me, at least in my mind, a really great shift on Friday nights from nine to close. So, um, from here on out, I hope you guys come see me at the angry goat here on the corner of uh, Goodman and what Clinton, I think. Right. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, come check us out. I'll be there, uh, nine to close. We've got great food, great, great drinks, great tram. So um, come say hi. I would love to uh, be able to hang out with you and have a good time. But uh, yeah, so thank you for reminding me. That is exactly what I did. I remember I wanted to come down, but I, yeah, something happened. Some got, I can't remember what got in the way. Uh, something did. But I, I was going to stop. I like the Angry Goat. It's yeah, one of my yeah, it's a good spot, and I'm, I'm very happy to be there. There's uh, there's a lot of good people, a lot of good uh, like good food. Like I was saying, come get some like goat cheese fries and stuff like that. We got a lot of awesome stuff so i'm very excited to you know go from just bouncing to having that friday night shift so um hopefully hopefully it works out and i can do that shift for a little while excuse me i'm being gross over here excuse me but um yeah it's uh it's been good i uh, i actually did a telehealth now that i'm thinking of it i did a telehealth medicine uh appointment whatever the other day to talk about my um, mental health, basically. So, uh, as I've, I've I've talked about it relatively frequently, I uh, I take a antidepressant, um, and when I upped my dosage, my doctor was like, "Hey, just so you know, your anxiety is probably going to go up," and he was right. So, uh, my anxiety has been through the roof quite a bit lately, and I am going to try and reduce my milligrams on my antidepressant and start taking this other medicine and see what that does. And it's good. You know, I feel good because I'm like trying to make sure that my brain gets what it needs and my body and all that and doing the right thing and making sure that my mental health is taken care of. Cause right now we all are uh, going a little bit silly, I think, but, um, you know, it, it sucks because I hate trying to get used to new medicines and getting them into your system and stuff like that. So all in all, though, I'm, I'm, I've been doing okay. I haven't even really started taking any of the meds yet. I'm going to start taking them on Monday. I didn't want to start in the middle of the week. So um, I'm going to start taking them on uh, on Monday. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty glad that that went pretty well. Uh, the doctor was nice. It was a different doctor than I normally see because my doctor's a resident and is not uh, technically allowed to do like telehealth visits or whatever. So um, interesting, but yeah, I'm glad that's over and hopefully I'll get my medicines sorted out, but everything is awesome. This weekend's going to be great. I'm excited to skate tomorrow and I'm excited to work tonight. So. And, and see Auntie Razzie on yeah, uh, Sunday. Course. I love uh, Auntie yeah, Razzie. Yeah. No, that'll be uh, tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Well. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, you get to see the American side of the falls. Yeah, which is kind of trash and I hate it. It, it looks better now. I've seen some yeah. pictures of it recently. I think they've, they they've, they've trimmed done, the trees a little bit work. better. Yeah, picked yeah. up some of the trash. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, a little bit. Uh, the town of, or the city of Niagara Falls, New York is truly atrocious. Yeah, and like helicopter you think, rides. Yeah, you think like Niagara Falls is beautiful and it's like, I think it's one of like the wonders of the world and everything and it's it's awesome, but it's also like, 
on the American side. It's so gross. And, you know, I don't love Niagara Falls, but it'll be nice. I know they're going up there to have some fun, and um, it'll be nice to get out there and, and enjoy the day. Um, I potentially might have to work tomorrow as well. I'm still waiting to hear from my boss at the bar if they need me tomorrow night. So it could be a very busy weekend for me. I, uh, I got to get used to working like three days during the week, just my morning, my full-time job, and then at night on Thursday and Friday, I'll, I'll work, you know, to close. So it's a lot of uh, hours in two days, which is, is ultimately a bummer. But I, uh, I do it to myself because I like money and I want <laughs> to have some money. And I have some big plans coming up. A um, bunch of concerts, as I had mentioned, have been announced. So I know I'm going to Philly in um, the end of September and early October for a concert. And then I have a, another show in Pittsburgh later this year and then a different show in cleveland so nice you know taking a bunch of trips and then i have a couple of vacations coming up here soon so i'm just trying to get some money while i can and enjoy it so um i don't know that's that's all it's uh we've, we've talked for a little bit let's uh go to break we'll come back and we'll talk to luanurism and let somebody else talk for a while <laughs> you're listening to derby rocks on 106.3 w r f z Welcome back to Derby Rocks. It's another Friday night. We are here in Rochester, New York in studio. Um, of course, we're talking about roller derby when there isn't any, so uh, you can call us a little bit silly. But one Thank you things, for sticking with us. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for <laughs> listening or watching or streaming or whatever you're doing. But what, uh, what I love about roller derby is how you can you know, make these uh, bonds and relationships uh, with people who you've never met that you've been friends with for years. And that is uh, exactly what I have in, in Luanurism, um, a good buddy of mine. I am, I'm so stoked to actually talk to you and, and learn a, a little bit more than what I already know. Um, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. That's so sweet. Thank you. Yeah, of course. I mean, you and I, we talk and, and yeah. of course have, have been very friendly over the years, but it's just amazing when like you don't actually like, I don't, I, I, I don't know if I would be able to pick you out of a lineup if you were walking <laughs> down the street, you know what I mean? But you know, we, we have friends everywhere, you know, but it, it, that's what, why we love roller derby. But, uh, before I get to rambling too much, why don't you tell me what got you involved in this crazy world of roller derby? So it's really funny, like my, the way that I found out about Roller Derby is very much like the movie Whip It without having seen Whip It. So I was, um, I was working in Long Beach and I was volunteering with a nonprofit and we did a, a street fair every Friday, like a first Fridays kind of thing. And um, some of the girls from Long Beach Roller Derby came and skated into our warehouse that we were working out of and handed out flyers. And I was like, I want to know more about what that is. Um, so... Uh, from there, I started doing some research and um, found Angel City and fell in love with those ladies. And it's uh, all history from there. Sure. So um, you did you like go check out a practice? Was it like a game that you went to first? Uh, tell, tell us a little bit how you like first actually got involved into like the live product. So I um, I contacted them. I went to a game. I ended up being a sponsor. I was um which I end up being a lot, like trying to donate money back to the teams, oddly. But um, I uh, 
was doing uh, adult toy parties, and so <laughs> I was <Giggity. laughs> donating <laughs> donating monies back, uh, doing to- toy parties and donating money back to the team and stuff. And um, I went to the first game that I went to was the last game against Angel City versus Sacred that they needed to beat Sacred in order to go to playoffs that year. And this was this is this would be my tenth year. So um, and it was at a hockey rink in a park in Burbank, and um, it just looked super fun and everybody was so nice and um, they like came up and talked to me and were like super welcoming and um, were like, do you skate? And I, I didn't really like have any, like, I didn't know really a thing about it or anything, you know, like most people don't. And um, they're like, you need to come get some, get your stuff and come. And I got my stuff and went and uh, I was never really any good at roller derby, but I was a pretty good official. So I went that route. Sure. Have you done um, like skating uh, official at all, or or do you just stick to the non-skating? No, I stick to non-skating. I'm <clears throat> better with paperwork and whistles and stopwatches. Um, I, I'm not a super strong skater, but um, I just I love I love roller derby so much, and it's just it's sure. given so many people, myself included, such a, a home and yeah. so many amazing friends. Like I ca- I can't imagine what my life would be like had I not fallen into this you know because it has taken as it does to everybody you know like roller derby is my husband and um like had i not had roller derby like what else would i have been doing for the last 10 years and i just i can't even imagine like what else you know (laughs) so i've got to travel i've made friends all over the world um i've got to do some really amazing things that i would have just never been able to do otherwise and so i'm super thankful that i found it i'm super thankful for the friends that I've made and the places I've gone and the things I've seen and done. So absolutely. Absolutely. Um, were you, uh, did you play any sports or were you involved in any other like groups or anything growing up or was like roller derby your first like real foray into like being a part of something and helping, you know, um, produce something like a, a live event? No, I, I grew up in youth groups and then I played youth sports um, through our parks and rec league in the town that I grew up in. And so I, I was familiar with like community kind of events and things like that. Um, I also have a background in live events and television production. So I understand kind of that part of putting things together. So there was just a lot of natural draw to what my skill sets were and what I wanted to learn how to do more of. Um, plus, you know, like I really, I did like skating. Um, I just never was that great at it. Sure, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, I went to practice and just, I just, I never got any better, but I'm a great cheerleader, you know, and I like to cheer no, my and of course, and, and you're awesome and we need officials and like, <laughs> it's okay to not be great at everything. Sure. You're, you're totally sure. uh, awesome in other ways. I get it. No problem. And, and that's really what I think like the best thing about this community is, is that there really is a place for everybody. Yeah. Like there's, there's no, like you don't skate. Cool. We need somebody to take tickets at the door. You don't want to do that. Cool. We need a graphic designer. You don't want to do that. Well, there's something else, you know, like there's this, there's a million places that <clears throat> the Island of Misfit Toys can put you in. And it's really like, I don't know, like it's, it's, it's really just such a special thing that, Sure. Oh, I could gush all day. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> so you just mentioned, you know, uh, like five different jobs that you've had um, or, or different <laughs> things that you've, you know, done. Um, has has any of that stuff prepared you for the um, weird world of roller derby? Even though we love it, you got to admit, roller derby in itself <laughs> is super weird. Yeah, it's, it's, 
Oh, for sure. You know, like having a background in live event production um, and understanding how to put on an event has, it was really helpful um, working in that realm. Um, before I got into officiating, I was on the production team with Angel City and uh, ran the box office. I've got years of box office experience um, I'm, I'm on, in my personal life too. So like there's, there's so much crossover in the things that I was already doing that I could utilize those skills um, that it just, there was, I just took to it pretty naturally. Sure, sure. So um, being an official or a volunteer in roller derby is often uh, a very thankless job. And <laughs> I'm not going to say that's a blanket statement. Um, I know plenty of leagues that are awesome with uh, their appreciation. But have can you remember a particular time or uh, experience um, where like a league might have gone above and beyond to make officials and volunteers feel awesome? Um, so I, I have a weird kind of personal philosophy on that. Like I never got into doing any of this for the accolades or the appreciation or the things I got into it because I wanted to do it. It's how I was spending my time. So I don't, I don't, I'm not one of the people that personally gets hung up on being told thank you or being showered with gifts or things like that. Um, none of that phases me. I'm here because I want to be here. If I didn't want to be here, I've got other things to do. That being said, um, now I'm gonna. That's a little spicy. I like that. That's like a hot take. <laughs> I, I uh, definitely. Um, that's like exactly what I expect out of you, though. So carry, carry on. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm interested. Let's, let's move. No, um, there. Gosh, now, now I'm gonna space on the tournament. But um, there was a really delightful little tournament in Canada that um, I met some officials that came to Wild West Showdown and. They wanted me to go so badly that they were even going to buy my passport. Wow. And <laughs> because, you know, Canadians, they're just like, yeah, oh, the come along. Ever. Let's go. The friendliest people <laughs> yeah. on the planet. Right. Oh, sorry. We got to get you. Let's go. Yeah. No, um, it was so they like, and the whole time there, like, I learned a lot, but I got to train a lot of people um, on how to do some things. And um, it, there was a lot of, a lot of moving pieces, but, um, just Canadian roller derby in general is just really, they're just so special and so sweet and they just want to take care of everybody and you, they just, they, it just get warm and fuzzy heart feels all over the place. So sure. Sure. Was there ever a time when, when you felt like you were giving too much of yourself to, to a sport that doesn't, you know, necessarily kick back in ways that sometimes we might need like, um, uh, with like emotional stability or money? <laughs> For sure, for sure. You know, it's funny because um, I've been retired for a while now and, you know, I know we, oh, we all use retirement loosely, but right. um, and and my retirement was weird and happened for a myriad of different reasons. But I was working with two local leagues and one I left on my own terms and one I didn't. But the one I did leave on my own terms, it was just, you know, like, again, I don't go places because I care about the accolades, but I'm certainly not going to be a doormat or I'm not going to be disrespected in any manner and when when it just got to be like you know when when your head official and you're asking when you're asking for help from your head official and they won't even look you in the eye sure um yeah that was rough. that was my you know that was that was my my indication that it was probably time to go so um again like it's it's my i it's my time so i'm i'm gonna do what i want with it and i'm i'm only gonna go if i'm gonna have fun and when i'm not having fun I'm gonna find something else to do. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. 
what do you think the future of roller derby looks like? You know, it's it's really interesting because what I think about it now and what I thought about it 15 months ago is very different. Um, because I feel like we're all starting from ground zero. And I think that going forward, um, it's it's going to be... Like, I'm, I'm interested to see how WFTDA continues onward, especially with their really strict return to, to play guidelines, which I'm I'm for, you know, like I want people to be safe and and protected and being a full contact sport and, you know, we are raging pandemic times, but um, you know, I think that I think that over the next year, it's definitely not going to be like it was in 2015, you know, when, when, in the height of <laughs> all of the excitement, but um, I think it's going to be a, a I, <laughs> It's going to be an entire sport-wide rebuilding year. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. teams kind of go through that where, you know, they'll have a really good couple of seasons and then a lot of people re- will retire or they'll have a lot of turnover and then they kind of start from the bottom again. Um, I think that that's going to kind of happen sport-wide. And I think that what's really, really exciting about that is to see some of the the, the smaller leagues or the bottom 50 teams have an equal playing field with the top 10 teams or a closer playing field. You know what I mean? Because everyone's been off skates for a year or mostly, you know, or at least not doing contact. Mm-hmm. And so seeing, seeing some of those top top teams kind of come down a few notches, but seeing those lower teams build up, I think that, th- I think that we're going to get more competitive gameplay because what's really frustrating about the system that we have in place now is that you have the top maybe 15 and then you have everybody else. And there's a a significant gap between the top teams and D2. And I I really hope that this kind of closes some of that gap. So there's a a more even playing field and it gets back to being fun watching roller derby again. You've said so much there. Um, Late Lacey, a friend of ours, uh, who you may know from Angel City, uh, told us she thinks she thinks that the top three teams are like above everybody else. You know, I mean, when it comes to like the rankings wise, I you mean, know, if you look at the top five, that that's that's probably pretty yeah. pretty correct. You know, you move a couple oh, of pieces sure. here or there, I, and everything gets but, mixed up. But but I wanted to make a point. It's been fifteen months since we've seen any action. You know, and and you know, every year you lose maybe one or two pre- people to retirement, maybe one or two people to transfer and everything. But we have fifteen months now under our belts right. with nothing going on, so it right. makes so completely so you're sense. Gonna have, you're you're going to have turnover. You're going to have atrophy from not training. You have all of these TikTok skaters that all bought roller skates during the pandemic that now are a new pool of fresh meat. So, like, there's a really interesting shift that's going to happen over the next year and not to say that all of the tiktok skaters want to play roller derby but there is a new there's a brand new pool of people to introduce this to where we were having like a real crisis in recruiting you know a year and a half ago and now that there are all these people that have roller skates and are interested in roller skating there's that natural progression but that's gonna it's gonna take a while to bring those people up to the level that they can play. And they're certainly not going to be D one right out of the gate. So um, it'll be interesting. Plus with like the attrition from the top teams, you know, people retire, people went off to do other sports. People went off to do other things. People got jobs. People had kids. 
and you know like so some of those top talent are no longer involved so you mentioned you, you mentioned the the TikTok kids. They don't even know you have to wear elbow pads and wrist guards and all those pads. <laughs> you know, they're going to learn a real lesson if they want to play. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm in a lot of Facebook groups right uh, now where there's people who, yeah, um, who have. Uh, it's been a pretty pretty heavy trend the last couple of days where um, I broke my wrist, I broke my tailbone, yeah. I fell, I heard, I did this. I don't know oh. if I want to do this because I fell down. Like, well, that's <laughs> yeah, that's between, roller skating. Roll- and then <laughs> the worst part right now and. I'm going to probably catch some flack for this too is all the TikTok kids who are in these groups are the same ones who are like, Oh, you should go buy Impalas. They're the best. (laughs) Go go buy a hundred dollar skates. They're so pretty. You're going to be amazing. And like, so I'm a bigger guy and I'm in like plus size roller derby groups or plus size skating groups Uh and you know, roller skating worldwide and X, Y, and Z. And like, I'm a fat kid who needs good skates. <laughs> right. Stop telling these big-ass boys and girls to buy these cheap skates. Because these are the people who are the same ones who are like, well, my summer's over. It's been fun. Group, see you later. And, like, right. post their sob story. You know what I mean? Stop telling people to buy cheap skates. I'm not trying to gatekeep. <laughs> if you want to, you know, prance around and just skate on a tennis court, buy whatever skates you want. If you want to, you know, learn to really skate and park skate and this or that, stop buying junk skates. Right. I'm sorry, but I had to let that out because this <laughs> I know, TikTok I'm with stuff you. is. I'm, I'm, with you. I mean, I'm very angry. <laughs> it's it's more than aesthetic. I got muted in a in in a skating group a couple of weeks ago because somebody had bought their skates and um, there was some some light water drop damage or something. And I said, are th- are they still functional? And they they were said yes. And I said, okay, I don't. I'm not yeah, sure what right. the problem What's is. The problem here? But they, and I said, I said, is it just the aesthetics? And apparently that was, that hurt, that hurt some feels. Yeah. Like, are we worried about the aesthetics or are we worried about the functionality? Like, yeah. I get that you want to be the one to get your skates dirty, but you're going to send back a $300 pair of Moxies because they had a little bit of water damage on the toe. Yeah. And you're going to wait another six weeks if you're lucky mm-hmm. to get another pair of skates when you can just yeah. put them on your feet and go outside and they're going to get, they're yellow. Right. They're going to get right. dirty anyways. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I encourage everybody to be safe or, uh, you know, I want you to skate. I don't care how you find right. skating, if it's from TikTok, if it's because you're bored, whatever the case is. I'm not here to tell you not to skate. Just be smart and skate, safe about skate it. Skate safe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, safety is sexy, as as the kids say yes. these days. Yeah. Um, so speaking of opinions, since you and I um, are clearly <laughs> very opinionated. Um, and I don't have any opinions. What are you talking about, Yeah, Graham? it's not like no you've been continually banned over the last year or anything from <laughs> Facebook. But, um, so you and I are both members of uh, of Derby Hell, of course, and we're we're not quiet. You know, if there's something going on, we're going to talk about it. We're going to, you sure. know, shut stuff down. We're going to defend other things. Um, but of course, groups like that always catch some flack. Do you think it's groups like Derby Hell or even Roller Derby memes and so on that uh, can kind of count as a form of gatekeeping or potentially hold the the sport back? No, I don't. I don't think that it's gatekeeper holding the sport back at all. I think that. I think allowing like the free form of conversation is what we need. Like I, there's, there's too many, we spend too much time trying to silence everything because nobody wants any bad press about their team. Nobody wants any bad press. You know, oh my, I can't talk about this thing. Can't, don't want this thing to get out about our league. We don't want this. 
And like, that doesn't help anybody. That doesn't progress anything. We need to be able to talk about the problems. This is not a perfect sport. We're not perfect people. There's all kinds of problems across the board that need to be looked at and need to be addressed and need to be you know, taken care of and not giving a platform. And, you know, like I'm, I'm even a little weary of leagues with social media policies because like, yeah, I, I, I don't think it's fair to force your paying members to not be allowed to talk about and, and to be critical of your institution. And that's what I think is really funny about this, like, lift and memes thing and like there's so many people that are like pushing back on the the wave of the 1100 joke memes that have gone out over the last couple of days because of their their download accolades and um you know like there's some people that are pushing back well you know like they're only human and blah 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 blah. they're you're right they are human but they're not above reproach they're not above criticism yeah and you know like we have to be able to talk about these things we have to be able to criticize the problems and giving a platform for that even if it comes in the manner of it being something that's that's posted anonymously through dpr's email or you know people come to me because they don't want to they don't want to post stuff i'm happy to post it anonymously for you you know like Let's t- let's talk about these things. Let's let's get these things out in the open because we're not going to fix anything sweeping it under the rug. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was that was really well said. Um, so uh, we, we we can talk Derby and, and Derby Hell and all this all day, but um, I want to learn all about FEA printing and your business in a second here. Um, but first, I got to know what's been going on throughout the uh, pandemic. What have you been doing to keep busy? You know, some people have been hitting up the, the park. Others have been, you know, doing CrossFit or, or making sourdough loafs and things like that. <laughs> what's been going on with you? Uh, well, I moved back to Portland from Las Vegas, right. um, and I highly, I highly recommend never living in Las Vegas I to anybody won't. ever. That's fair. <laughs> um, so I'm very happy to be back in the Pacific Northwest. Um, I spent most of it um, working. Uh, I had stomach surgery, which um, I'm always happy to talk about, but yes. not, this is this isn't the this isn't the platform for it. But anybody's always welcome to ask me if they have questions about it. So, um, real so quick reco- though, but before you you carry on, I'm proud of you. Oh. Uh, it's awesome. Good for you for taking your health and your your happiness into account, and keep it up because you're amazing. Carry on. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, um, but healing from surgery, moving, um, dealing with some some life drama, um, yeah. and <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's a whole other lifetime that's of being another, in and of yeah. itself too. We could too. do a whole show on that, too. right? Oh, well, yeah, we'll talk about that later. I'm talk- I'm thinking about doing my own podcast on that one. Awesome. Um, but just uh, working and you know running my business and figuring out what what the next phase of my life looks like. You know, I'm old and I gotta start planning for the future. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, tell me all about how F yeah Printing got started and what it's all about and what you do and all the good stuff. Let's hear it. For sure, for sure. So um, F yeah Printing started because I wanted to do size-inclusive, fun clothes. Um, I, I found um, that it was just really hard to find cute derby clothes. Can control. You know, when I first, when I first started derby, um, that that fit larger people and so um i started making leggings and then from that um 
started making ref shirts and started making skirts and then that evolved into a whole custom clothing line um and then doing merch for teams which i'm really excited about um and is super fun because we have a really amazing program where we don't charge the teams any money at all you you're you it's zero zero fee to the teams you give me your logo i'll make you a link on my website we have about a hundred items that we can put your logo on t-shirts mugs air fresheners uh grinders if you're in a legal state or if you like spice in a not legal state (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. um you know you you name it i can put your logo on it and we donated donate a percentage of that back to the leagues and that gives you know smaller teams that don't have the capital to buy you know inventories worth of t-shirts or whatever and hold on to that and worry about having if it's gonna sell or not they don't have to worry about that. We, we we print it when you buy it. We ship it out. We handle all the customer service for it. And then donate the money back. Donate the percentage back to the leagues. And it, it opens up so many possibilities for teams to have merch that they, they maybe otherwise wouldn't be able to. So we work with about, I want to say about 20 teams right now. I'm always open to taking on more teams. Um, and you know, if anybody is interested, you can always check out feiprinting.com, go under the teams tab and you can see the stores that we already have listed. Maybe we'll get some dirty uh, rocks merch going. We haven't done that yet. I saw counting crows on there. So if you got bands, we could be on there, you know, (laughs) Uh, I I'll, I'll put a, I'll put a logo on anything. You give me, you give me a logo and I'll, I'll make it work for you. So, um. Yeah, if you want to do some Derby Rocks merch, send me your send me your stuff, and I'm sure people would love it. You guys are awesome. So, well, thank and, you. Thank you know, you. We, we love we love supporting we love supporting from the inside. Absolutely. And um, so, and yeah, why is it so important to you to to you know help these leagues out? You know, and and it you know, and you're not picky. You know, you're not only taking the top twenty teams. You know, you'll take the three hundredth ranked team or sure. one that's not even. You'll, you'll help out non WFTDA teams. So, For tell sure. us a little bit about why it's so important to you to give back. Because their their derby experience is just as important as Gotham and Rose City's. You know what I mean? Like some people, like I'm never going to be a D one skater. But I had an incredible experience in roller derby. Even with some of the not great times, I I would not change the last ten years of my life for anything. And the experience that I had, the friends that I've made, the the things that I've gotten to do, that I want other people to be able to have those experiences. And a lot of times, it's financial. Like a lot of times, the reason small teams can't go to tournaments is because they can't fundraise well how do you fundraise you have to spend money to make money usually you know so what teams have you know a couple hundred dollars sitting around that they can invest in t-shirts that may or may not sell most most teams don't you know they're paying rent they're paying rent on venues or places they can't even practice in right now so from that you know like i'm in a position where i we do everything on demand. It's all print as you need it. We don't like, I don't, I also don't sit with a warehouse of your stuff, <laughs> but um, you know, we, we've made it, we've streamlined a process where we can just make your stuff and send it out and send you some money. And, and, and people are like, when people email me and I'm like, here's, here's the process. We have two programs. You can either buy your stuff in bulk and do it yourself, or I can do it for you. 
and they're like, but what's the, what, uh, what's the catch? I'm like, that's, there's, there's no catch. There's, this is how it is. Like, well, how much is it going to cost me? It doesn't cost you anything. Like we're, you're going to give me your logo. I'm going to make you the link. You're going to send your link to your fans. They're going to buy your stuff and I'm going to PayPal you once a month. That's how we, it's how it is. Like we don't need to, there's, I don't sign contracts. If, if the team wants me to sign a contract, I'll do it for them, but I don't have a contract. I, I just send you money. You know, like too many people know me to, for me to yeah, like, you can't be a scumbag. You can't hide. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there's no getting rid of you. We know, we know where you live. Right. So like, I feel like that alone, like, you know, like I have, I may have a reputation one way or another, but you know, like, I, I'm I'm well enough known that I'm not going to run away with your money. You're going to get your stuff. If your if your customers aren't happy, we're going to take care of them. Um, you know, we're going to make sure that your league is well represented. And it's been so fun. I've got to meet so many people that are so excited about all of these opportunities that to, to have their. I made onesies for for a team. You yeah, know, like. Awesome. <laughs> So if anybody needs adult onesies, I'm your gal. But sure, you know, like I love it. how how cool is that to make adult onesies for your roller derby team? Yeah. Or you know, like I got an order for ref jerseys the other day, and um, the the person's name is Frandemic, and I almost died laughing. Like, <laughs> so Frandemic, yeah. if you're listening, that was amazing, and you made my whole day. That's awesome. Um, you know, and so just just getting to. There's getting to be a little piece of that, you know, and, and when you, you look at pictures or you go to events and you see, like, if I see, like, somebody in a ref jersey that I made, like. like I think you pulled just, me up on your website. Yeah, like, I sent you my picture. It makes you happy. You were like, you look so does. good. I'm going to put that on my website or whatever. And yeah, it's awesome. And, and like, it's the best ref jersey I've ever worn. So definitely make sure you check out FEIprinting.com and Facebook and all that good stuff. Um, you had mentioned, we were talking earlier today, and you had mentioned uh, you had a couple of things coming up or a couple of uh, things you were really excited about. Why don't you tell us about what's going on lately with the business so, and all that? Yeah, so I've been working with um, Mimi Masher in Long Beach, um, and she houses the um, bank track that they used to have. She owns the bank track. It's not set up right now. It is in storage. Um, she's working on working with the city of Long Beach to get some storage for that and um, find a, a venue that they can reset it up. Um, if you saw Birds of Prey, that was the, um, or not Birds of Prey, was it? Yeah, it was, it was. Birds of Prey. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yep. Um, so the, 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 the track that they skated on um, in that movie, Mimi Masher owns um, in Long Beach. And um, we're trying to find a home for it. We want to be able to set it back up and bring uh, Bank Trout Roller Derby back to Long Beach. And so we're doing a, a virtual 5 and 10K. And um, me. just a second here. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, so if you Virtual go to SoCal Skate Space, <laughs> if you go to SoCalSkateSpace.com, there is information on how to sign up for the virtual 5 and 10K. Um, it's all tracked online. We have a medal. Um, and so once you complete your... Um, your race then you'll get a medal we're um, in the process of getting those from the vendor right now awesome. um, and all of that money is is being funneled back into paying the storage fees and looking for a, a venue to um, put the bank track back up so if you care about bank track roller derby please check that out 
That's great. So uh, I'm gonna. I got two things left to ask you. The first I want to know is, um, do you feel it's important to be a like strong, proud, opinionated um, female business owner in in a world of roller derby or roller skating or just in general? Um, I mean, for me, yes. You know, I don't know that it works for everybody, but I don't know any other way to be other than you know, like I. I have an overdeveloped sense of justice and that's where kind of like my strong, my strong voice and my strong opinions come from is I want, I want things to be right and fair for everybody. And, um, I get a little passionate about that sometimes, (laughs) um, but, but I try to use, you know, I try to use my platform for good. That's what's why I do the fundraising. That's why I'm vocal. That's why I I try to be a safe space for people that need somebody to talk to or need to need somebody to be their voice. And, you know, it's, it's not everybody can be the big mouth in the room, but everybody has something to say and everybody's voice is important. And if I can help somebody, you know, feel like they can speak through me, then I'm happy to do that. Awesome. This has been so much fun. It's been uh, a pleasure getting to know you um, a little bit better. And um, before I let you go, I'm, I'm going to do the thing that I always do where uh, I make guests take like a minute and a half to say whatever they want about whatever they want. <laughs> Didn't I just spend 30 minutes talking about it? They kept me a commercial for your business. You yeah, can do yeah. anything. Plug you know? the business, plug whatever else, the, the other website you had just mentioned, and then, I don't know, say something whimsical and smart. <laughs> <laughs> Seems so far. Um, so, like I was saying, yeah, if, you, if you're interested in doing the um, 5K, 5K, 10K um, skate race, um, that is SoCalSkateSpace.com, and um, sign up there. And then uh, if you are interested in merch or you want to check out the team's work, so I have, please go to fyaprinting.com. You are welcome to contact me directly through the website if you'd like to set up fundraising for your own team. And um, Chris, I'm really enjoying watching your skate park adventures. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I, I do. I'm trying. I'm excited. Hopefully I'm going to get some good stuff tomorrow. I'm going out to Buffalo to check out a park. So hopefully I'll get some good stuff tomorrow. You're, I'll, I'll be honest, you are inspiring me to get past my own fear of doing it myself. And I have considered it, which is not something I've ever done before. Well, whenever so. you're ready, you come out here and we'll go to the park together <laughs> and I'll teach you everything I know, which isn't a lot, but it's something. <laughs> you are a delightful human. This yeah. has been fun. Thanks for, thanks for dragging me into it. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Thanks for coming on the show. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great night. All right. All right, guys. Take care. Take See it ya. easy. Wow, what well, a great interview. Yeah, that, that, I mean, she she said you know, she spent spewing for thirty minutes, but that was all beautiful yeah, stuff. Was great. Yeah, that was it a was really good interview. I definitely feel really good about that. Yeah, I'm you know, super excited. We do have a bit of news. Do we want to go to break and come back and talk about our friend, Lady Trample? Let's just do the news because yeah, it. because all we right. got five minutes. Yeah, but no problem. I do. I do want to throw out one thing before we get into that. Yeah. Is uh, tomorrow, if you're interested, WFTDA is having. Uh, a candidates Q and A for their for uh, being held on Facebook Live for the uh, the the first two candidates also to, uh, for the current uh, candidates for, for upcoming WFTDA WFTDAI vacancies to answer questions and share information. Two p.m. tomorrow Eastern Time. Check it out. I think also before we come back next week, they're going to have their next uh, State of the Union. Fingers crossed. So we'll see what happens. Something. We'll definitely have something to talk about next Friday, but we got a lot of news here. There yeah, was, well, I think it's like, uh, is it? It's, it's more than one piece? It's but, two pieces Okay, here. here we go. So we've got a, a collaboration between Quad Media and the CIB crew. A new TV pilot is set to shoot at the 
Klatskany Skate Park later this month, dubbed with the working title Quad Pro Quo. The show's concept is something that would be familiar to fans of competition shows like Ink Master, Blown Away, and The Great British Bake Off, but make it roller derby, sort of. The TV show aims to increase exposure to all forms of quad skating by taking prominent skaters from across the country and judging their trick and line skating abilities. Um, they're going to do it at this, uh, at this, this park, um, the Klatskany. Klatskany. Yeah. um, it's covered so they don't have to worry if it's, uh, rainy or crappy because it's covered, which and is it's awesome. in Portland. So it rains all the time there. And then, um, the park is also one of the newer and more modern skate parks in the Portland area, according to Doyle. And it's just kind of beautiful and interesting and weird park. So this is going to be, you know, a collaboration with, uh, Lady Trample and uh, and CIB and Quad Media. So and, and, and the four for the four skaters that they're going to be centering around is Rochelle Jubert, aka Gallifrey from Oregon, nice. Rose City, of course. Uh, Katie Baird from uh, who's known as Bambi Bloodlust from Iowa. Angel Lopez, aka Kid Quad from Colorado, and Leonette from uh, California. Those will be the four. So if you've ever you know, and those names are very familiar if you uh, if you follow the playoffs, that's for sure. So uh, they, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, it's, it's really exciting. There, uh, uh, it looks like Trample says by having a cast of skaters that aren't tokenized. Uh, Trample said she hopes the skaters have an opportunity for them to compete in the show just as themselves. Um, historically, you know, they're they're breaking the mold of extreme sports with a lot of uh, cis white males and so on. So be on the lookout for that. I'm really looking forward to that. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, and the other piece of news we had here was uh, it was from Los Alamos a Roller Derby. They are hosting. Pride Week, uh, June fifth through the thirteenth. Of course, we're right in the middle of that. Thirteenth yeah, being yeah, Sunday. Awesome. It's uh, the, 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 their theme is get this. I think it's fun. This is funny. The theme is coming out after COVID. <laughs> sure, yeah, we're all doing a little bit of that, but in, in this case, it's a little bit more specific to uh, that community, and I love that name. That's Definitely. Great. So they, if you if you own a business or own an organization and want to extend your support to Los Alamos Pride Week, it's K-D-O-L-E-J-S-I at gmail.com. Check it out. It's the LBGTQ, LGBTQIA-friendly uh, uh Organization, uh, organization and the Derby Dames, Los Alamos Derby Dames are the ones who are running the whole deal. So I thought that was pretty cool. It's just, I thought that was funny, just the, the unique name coming out after COVID. Yeah, no, that's yeah. a great name. So it's nice to have little bits of news. You know, we know um, we do have like USARs coming up, so maybe we can at least talk a little bit yeah, about Yeah, yeah, there's some, Derby there is, and, and who knows what we're going to be able to talk about next week when yeah. we get back here because we're going to have had that. You but, got it. I think so. I'm pretty sure I haven't. Fingers t- crossed. Yeah, so uh, we got to get some news going but uh, as always i want to remind you check out 808rollerskate.com use coupon code derby rocks at checkout to save a few dollars on 50 dollars or more oh and we met forgot one thing we wanted to mention team vogue Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We did miss uh, the Teen Vogue thing. Um, and, te- yeah, there was a piece on transgender athletes in Teen Vogue, and um, that was probably viewed 1,100 times. Because at least downloaded that many yeah. times. So, so. Um, no, it's, it's a great interview uh, or a great article. Go read that. That is a very important piece of journalism, yeah. even though it's Teen Vogue. Trying to get the author on with us next week yeah, from New York. Crossed, from New great. York. So, we'll see. But we got to get out of here. Yeah, hopefully, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much. And thanks for a great uh, guest we had today. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Landers. Love you. See you guys. Drop down the lights, I'm sitting with you. Rock
Broadcasting from the Hungerford Con- Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.